Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 50. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon, founder of DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com. And today I have a very special guest with me, Jennifer Wilson from The Simple Scrapper. We're going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite um, topics, finishing things or unfinished objects, depending on your where you may be sitting. Um, Jennifer Wilson is a founder of Simple Scrapper. Since 2008, she has been helping women make scrapbooking more simple and focusing by focusing on what matters most. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to be chatting with you again. It's been a little while since we've been able to do this, so it's great to be able to make the times work and and have another chance to talk yeah of course and of course there's nothing I like talking about more than scrapbooking (laughs) yes I gotta admit it's one of my favorite topics too (laughs) so one of the the reasons I've got you on today is because you have a really cool class coming up and when I saw this class I just knew I had to chat to you about it because it's all about finishing things and I guess that's something that is a constant battle for creative people. Um, I noticed that no matter what kind of hobby or I mean let's face it even in our work life as well there's just some sort of something that stands between us and actually getting things 100% finished isn't there? Well, I think we all have so many ideas being people who are creatively inclined. We, lo- we love starting new things and we, we get the excitement of, of buying all of the products and supplies you need to start a new project. And But sometimes it's hard to see it all the way through. And I'm, I am no stranger to unfinished projects. The, <laughs> this class actually came out of, I wanted to teach a class on I was going to do one on creating photo books Mm -hmm. and I had this list of these four or five photo books I was going to do and I had all these ideas and I actually had started doing some writing but I'm like wait I don't need to create four or five new projects from scratch when I have these other projects that I haven't finished yet Mm -hmm. so what if I take that as a problem that I have and that I know others have and create a class around that. And, you know, I've been focusing a lot in the past few years on finishing more and more projects, taking on fewer projects so that I don't have this challenge. Mm. And so it was, I thought it was going to be the perfect marriage of a need and kind of a fun education topic. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I kind of have a similar approach of kind of taking on fewer things, I guess. I mean, at the start of every year, I just am like, oh, I just love to do project life. And then I, I was writing um, about this uh, for a recent post I did at the Daily Digi, but I sat down and worked out if I was going to do a two-page spread a week, that would be all my scrapbooking time. And I kind of went, hmm. I can see where this is going to end up. <laughs> I'm going to have two pages in January and nothing else because I can't help myself. I can't, I can't, um, I, I kind of had to get realistic about, about what I was going to start. <laughs> so do you think that's a main reason why people have unfinished objects or, or um, projects that aren't finished just because they start too many or is it something, something else? <laughs> 
think it's definitely a combination of factors. It's kind of taking on too much and not kind of looking holistically at the time you have available, you know, your your past kind of habits and experiences, and kind of just knowing your own kind of, uh, your own process. Um, that's just one facet, I think. I think also, I think we tend to get easily distracted. Mm-hmm. We get distracted by the new ideas. We get distracted by everyday life. We get distracted by on the online space and just kind of the talking about scrapbooking instead of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um and then I also think sometimes we get we get bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's been times before, and this happens to me, I think, with many books a lot, that I will spend all this time planning the project and picking the perfect supplies and, and figuring out how it's all going to go together and printing the photos and kind of planning the whole thing out in my head that by the time I sit down to actually create it, I feel like I'm over it. Like, I'm done. <laughs> Like, I already did it. It's in my head. I can see it. But I don't want to take those steps, you know, do the work to get mm. it done. Oh, that's that's so interesting because in some ways, you know, a certain ex- amount of planning sure helps. But you don't want to plan so much that you've taken some of that uncertainty or like, because I don't know, I think that's kind of fun not quite knowing, you know, that's part of the creative process is is not quite knowing how it's going to end up and if maybe if you've planned it so detailed maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's Yeah, it. I think that totally happens. Yeah. I think uh, you see that a lot with maybe uh, December daily projects. Mm-hmm. That there's a lot of effort and energy and excitement too that goes into it during November to get everything ready that by the time December rolls around and you're actually having these memories to scrapbook it's not as fresh and exciting anymore because you already spent so much time on the project. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because that, I have to admit that December Daily or some sort of Christmas album is one of my classic mm-hmm. UFOs. Um, mm-hmm. I've done, uh, I've, I've done Christmas books in all kinds of ways. And usually each year... I, I participate in Layout a Day in February <laughs> and every mm-hmm. year it seems that I'm finishing off December album in February <laughs> and um, because I, you know, it's just unrealistic for me right now to be taking that time to get it all done during December. So, But that's okay because I kind of have a plan <laughs> even if it does mean it's February before things get finished. And we talk about those things a lot at Simple Scrapper in general, through the things we do with Start Fresh, about just kind of looking at all of your projects and figuring out when over the year am I going to do the things that I do every year? How how does my whole kind of hobby fit into this life Mm. so that I can have as much time as I want for making the memories as well as documenting them? Yeah. And it's just kind of looking at that big picture and, and just being, it's kind of being thoughtful and mindful about it. Um, and taking that kind of personal reflective time, even if just for a moment, Mm. um, outside of the products and the excitement and all the buzz online that tells you you need to do X, Y, and Z, and then, you know, A, B, and Z. (laughs) So I guess maybe it would be fun for us to share for the listeners. I'd love to, everyone who's listening, just like come and comment and tell us (laughs) how many unfinished objects or, I mean, I like that whole UFO 
term. But how many yeah. unfinished projects do you reckon that you might have sitting around right now? <laughs> um, I think I have... So there's four that I'm tackling for this particular class mm-hmm. um, that I've been working on over the past month. And now I don't expect my students to tackle four. Everyone will be, you know, suggested that one over four weeks is a great idea. And I'm just crazy and I'm going to do four to get ready. <laughs> um, it's a, there's a mini book, a photo book, um, some Project Life pages, and some layouts that are part of a larger album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have... Um, we went on vacation for several years on a road to Michigan and so I have one album that's just about these vacations and I have all the photos printed I have a lot of memorabilia it's all gathered together mm-hmm. but I haven't finished yeah um, yeah and, and it- that's really it I think it's really, I think it's five I think it's five projects because mm. I've tried really hard over the past couple of years to, to be a finisher. Mm-hmm. And that's where I felt like, you know, it's time to kind of share some of the things that I've learned in, you know, finding that focus. And, and then sometimes it has to be kind of a solitary focus. Like I want to finish this. I'm going to commit to it and see it through. It's not some magical process. You have to actually do the work, mm-hmm. but you can make it, you know, fun and kind of a community experience, which is why I'm, I'm doing it as part of a class. Yeah, that that is definitely. I know last year as part of the Simple Scrapper community, we had like a focus group about finishing baby books. And that's one mm-hmm. thing I worked on last year um, was Edward's book. Because do you know what? The funniest thing was that all the pages were done except for I discovered that two weren't completed when I was uploading it. But I just hadn't got around to uploading it and printing it. And I have to say that I must, I do print, I have printed hundreds of layouts, but I, my biggest UFO is probably unprinted layouts. And because that's a big part of my scrapbooking, that's um, kind of really important. So, I mean, <laughs> if you counted unprinted digital layouts as an unfinished project, you, I probably have like hundreds. But for me, wow. um, probably... I think it's in the range of 300 pages I haven't printed yet, <laughs> but I, I could, I, I don't know exactly, because I'm very good at printing projects like my Christmas album, but yeah, so looking at my list of... Those, those one-off layouts that... Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's the one-off... just kind of get filed away. Yeah, and because I was changing a couple of things, like when I became a digi scrapper, I imagined that I'd scan or photograph memorabilia. And that just never happened. So I've now started for the last year and a half putting them in pocket pages. So then that kind of made me think, well, I don't want to photo books. I'll print them off as individual layouts and put them in with the memorabilia. So, you know, I have the vacation. Oh, look at me using that word. We <laughs> I say holidays oh, in, here in Australia. Sure. <laughs> but like it is a vacation. Uh, a holiday we took to the Gold Coast. I've scrapped some layouts about that and I want to print them and put them next to. I kept the boarding passes and things because it was Edward's first flight and, you know, I kept some things from the theme parks we went to. So I want to put them in there. Um, but say my baby two baby books, um, three Christmas albums, um, albums about our two first, our first two homes we had, they're all done and printed, (laughs) but yeah, 
300 or so other layouts aren't. So I don't know if I'll print them all, but we'll see. And then I've probably got, um, as a real unfinished project, I've got my two Christmas albums from 2013 and 2014 that aren't 100% done. So there I definitely need to do layouts for, for last year and a couple for um, 2013 as well because we had... Um, kind of had a bad time. My little girl Emily was in hospital for a couple of weeks in November and she was fine um, in December but all the follow-up appointments kind of <laughs> ate into our time so that never ended up getting done. So I've kind of got two of them and then I've got some ongoing albums that I don't really class as unfinished. I mean all scrapbookers probably like this. Um, but Oh certainly. Um, the one at the moment is that I'm kind of focusing on is my little girl Lucy, who's seven months old. I'm doing her baby album, so I'm I kind of include that as an unfinished thing because I haven't done the intro page and her first month page, but I've done months two through seven. Actually, I just finished month seven yesterday because she's only just seven months <laughs> so I'm kind of up to date on that but that's kind of that's good that's good it it's hilarious though um that the third baby I am totally on top of her <laughs> her baby album I think it usually goes the other way doesn't it <laughs> the yeah first I think child. it does yeah it's totally uh, <laughs> the first I think you've as somebody who's in the industry you've learned from the process before and maybe you've found ways to streamline it and you know what works for you yeah yeah so I'm kind of I'm proud of that one but I kind of want to keep that as a as a focus for this year so even though it's not really an unfinished album so really I've got kind of three projects one is printing layouts and the other two are Christmas albums so I'm guessing that I should probably pick one of those for the for <laughs> to work on in the class with you for sure. Yeah. But well, I'll... I have an idea for you, and I'm mm. or maybe just a discussion point. Mm -hmm. So, you talked about how you're good at printing layouts that are part of projects. Mm -hmm. So this is like this is a discrete time period or discrete subject matter and so you put it in a photo book mm -hmm. but because of your decision about memorabilia it was why you aren't printing your layouts in a photo book mm. and so I guess I would just want to maybe have you consider could you put these organize these layouts into photo books either chronologically or topically whatever makes the most sense and keep a separate album for memorabilia. And would that help you finish mm. more than the original plan that you had? Yeah, I, I think that's something definitely worth thinking about. Because i that's what I'd intended to do originally. <clears throat> and then <laughs> I got one of those crazy moments where I just went... I'm pulling every photo out and putting them all in order, you know. <laughs> the, okay. I think they were um, – and then so I did that and then I kind of liked having everything in a chronological order. So – but then, I mean, it totally makes sense to print the layouts in photo books because the memorabilia, am I going to want to keep that? And I can't – I don't know – 
the photo books are just so easy for people to look through, especially small people. <laughs> and I have a lot of small yeah. people in my house. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have a have a good think of that because maybe maybe I stopped doing what was working for me and that's why <laughs> there's this big pile up of of unprinted things. Jennifer, you're so well, wise. I think we, we all do that. <laughs> yeah. I think we all do those kinds of things and it's about figuring out, okay, I what what's the roadblock? What is stalling you? And you you said it right out there that this this printing thing is not working for you. If it was working, you would have printed layouts. Mm. So, can we go back and figure out what's a better path forward? And if it's just a some sort of like mental block which we all have to yes then maybe the printing layouts is the right answer or if you think about it maybe going back to to the photo books is is the better choice so it's just mm. kind of teasing it apart a little bit and thinking about why you do things yeah can and help you move forward finally yeah that's a really good point because even if you're just saying that I'm kind of thinking well what is stopping me in this kind of printing it and I realized I like proofreading my layouts and I with photo books, you have to, you know, go through and allow bleed on the edge. And, of course, you don't need to do that for in the same way if you're printing single layouts. And the other thing is if you print single layouts and you find a typo later, you've only got to reprint one thing. So it's funny that the roadblock I'm now thinking of, they're kind of – both of those things aren't relevant. I mean, really, I could upload and print single pages and if – four or five came back not quite right it wouldn't be the end of the world so hmm I feel like I'm just having a little scrapbooking intervention here <laughs> <laughs> so I I have I have we've shared a little bit about some of the layouts and projects that we've got unfinished and um do you have a classic kind of UFO story? I know that you had mentioned something about, I think it was your mum who said she hadn't seen one of your albums. Do you want to share that one with our listeners? And kind of, I think that's a good, it was a good motivator to to get your scrapbook layouts out. Can, can you, re- oh, oh, okay, yeah. Um, Do you remember the story? I think you're talking... I don't remember all of the story. I think it was related to my December Daily. Yeah, I think so. I think your mum had said something like she'd never actually seen the December Daily and in person. I, you know, I've done, I did three paper December Dailies in Mm -hmm. like six by six, you know, mini book style with rings. Mm -hmm. And then I did um, a Project Life mini album, you know, the ones with the the three by four and the four by six. Um, and then this year I'm just incorporating it in my album and I've blogged about all of these and they're in a nice little basket in my office along with all of my other scrapbooks. <laughs> and I just made a comment to my mom about, you know, oh, last year's Christmas album. I know there's some photos I want you to see of you and Emily. They're really cute. And she's like, well, I've never seen any of those. <laughs> and I'm like, have you seen these other albums from like 2011, 2012? No, I've never seen any of your scrapbook pages ever. <laughs> in person other than like maybe one or two photo books that I've made for her that I you know actually physically gave her Mm. but for the most part she's not you know seen anything because I keep it all tucked away in my office so that makes yeah 
It was a bit of an eye-opening thing. Yeah, for sure. And that made me, that really motivated me to get out those things that I have finished. And I, you know, this story was at Christmas time. So I pulled out all my finished December daily albums and Christmas albums and everything like that. And that's kind of prompted me to put... Um, we have kind of a family fun jar that we like choose something to do fun on the weekends. And I put like, look at scrapbooks because for that reason um, that I do have, all of us probably have some things that are finished. I mean, at least a couple of layouts that are finished and maybe the people that would appreciate it in our family, if, you know, if that's, you know, I, I love to show them off to my family and friends, but if I don't, actively do something they're not going to see them and that was a real motivator to me like oh this reminds me of why I scrapbook I love having the pages printed I love having the albums there to look at and so it really kind of it's a real motivator for me to finish things off because I love that end result of people being able to look through them you know (laughs) so that really spoke to me oh yeah that's definitely true Mm. And even in the, in the, there's a pre-class exercise that I'm giving to the finishing project students Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, how do you figure out which project you're going to tackle? And so Mm -hmm. some of the things I talk about are related to which project do you most want to share with other people? Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's their sweet spot. You know, you, you may have a long list. You may have ones that feel important. You may have ones that you're super excited about. You may have ones that you're not excited about. But which one is going to fill you up the most mm. when somebody else says, oh, this is really good. You know, I'm so glad you captured this story. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. So we've talked a little bit about um, the finishing project, but why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about the class and, and you know, when it's running and what's coming up and give us the lowdown. <laughs> I want to tell you one more classic oh, okay. story though. Okay, popped go into ahead. My mind as we were talking. Because <laughs> you'd mentioned the baby books and how we'd done the focus circle on, on finishing baby books. Mm-hmm. And I'd had this, just this huge mental block. I had done an album for my daughter. It was a five and a half by eight and a half size. It was ended up being half digital about my pregnancy and then kind of her birth story pages first few months were paper scrapbooked. And I literally had, like, one page left to do. It mm-hmm. was printing, like, four photos and writing a paragraph. And it, it, she was, had already, it was almost turning three, and I hadn't finished it yet. And it was about her first six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just had this mental block. And so I posted about it on the blog. I shared it publicly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have this thing that's not finished, and it's, it's really starting to wear on me, and I want to finish it. So can you guys keep me accountable? And I finished it, and it only took 45 minutes. Oh. And, you know, some of that time was photographing it. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes you just have to, like, get over whatever mental blocks you have and sit down, do the work, and then celebrate. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And so that was, yeah, that was one other success story there of <laughs> a classic finishing thing. And that, you know, we're, we all have these little quirks and different reasons why things are not finished. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it takes, you know, a group effort to to get things done. <laughs> yeah. It's so motivating to have have people around. I mean, I had um, a Project Life Day here because, like I had said, I put all my memorabilia in Project Life pages and um, page protectors. And so I was doing that and, and a friend of mine 
was doing her um also working on her december pages and and yeah it's so motivating because i was just like oh well i've i've done christmas now <laughs> and meaning i've like i put all the doodads and invitations and what have you in these in these page protectors and she's like oh i haven't even got to that yet and then so we just I, I kind of spent five minutes with her and we pulled out a kit and the classic thing was you know she said oh well I bought this one last year and I really love it but I don't know if I want to use it and I'm just like use it while you love it <laughs> oh that's <laughs> so true that's next so year true, yeah. something cute will come and you want to use that so we kind of sat down and we put all the title cards in and um She'd already printed all the photos, so she kind of went home and she had her whole, like, she was doing, like, a December photo a day. Like, usually she kind of does Project Life by months, but for December she'd taken a photo every day. So she had those, she put the cards in, and then she just needs to finish the journaling now. And it was just so, you know, just having a second person or another set of eyes, whether it's in person or online, like it just makes it so much more, you feel like you can do it. <laughs> You've got someone to say, yeah, uh, do it. Yeah, definitely. And if you have a question, like, how would you do this? There's somebody there to answer. And it just, it can be really motivating. And, and that's something we see all the time in the membership too, is that there's people posting every single day, like, oh, I finally finished, and and here's another layout and another layout, and, you know, just thank you for kind of keeping me going. And so this the finishing project is really, it's a workshop for four weeks in March mm -hmm. where we're all going to get together and really focus. And we're going to do two things. We're going to each finish one project over the course of the four weeks and all along the way, you're going to be learning by doing. You're going to be learning how you can not only finish this project, but finish more projects in the future. So you can learn how to be a finisher while you go through the motions mm -hmm. and, and tackle this one project. So that is... And so it'll be... Go ahead. I was going to say, it's it just is so motivating to kind of get those skills to to use again and again I mean it's something that <laughs> we can become like as you said we'll be finishers we'll know how to actually get ourselves yeah. past those roadblocks yeah and I'll have you know I, I like to do lots of worksheets and things like that and one of the things I'm really trying to do is yes there's going to be content you're going to be learning things and there'll be some there'll be handouts and audios and some worksheets but it's really that's not going to be the bulk of your time. The bulk of your time is going to be spent on doing the projects and reporting back to the group on your successes. We like to call them celebrating victories mm -hmm. and, and keep moving forward and having high, lots of high fives along the way. Yeah. And that's something that um, is certainly part of any simple scrapper class. The community is just really awesome and inspiring and like, it's just fun to be around with other scrapbookers who are all, you know, working on something together. And, yeah, finishing things will certainly, there'll be a lot of high points I can see as everyone, you know, the there'll be those people who have those projects that just have, like, the 45 minutes more work. And there'll be people yeah. who are um, maybe tackling something bigger and you kind of feel that, energy as other you see other people are doing their you know finishing things and you're going to do it I, I'm excited in case people can't yeah tell. me too 
Well, and I think there's going to be, like, what I hope to see and what I think happens a lot um, within things we do at Simple Scrappers, we all come together and you create this momentum. Mm. So for this time, all this energy builds and we get all these fun things done together. But then you have you have all this energy that you can keep going uh, and that carries you into the future. So not mm. only will you have skills, you'll have energy to keep finishing projects throughout the spring and, you know, however however long that momentum carries you. Yeah, yeah. Because you just, you won't want to stop because that finishing, that check that checkbox makes you feel really good. Yeah, it certainly does. I'm all about the checkboxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for people who are listening today, um, what would you say is, is kind of like a, a practical step or a first step for people who, like, okay, the finishing project's going to be awesome and, and we encourage them all to sign up for the class because it's going to be great. But in the meantime, what what would you suggest is a practical step you can take to towards finishing things? It's actually to look at over the past six months to a year and look at all the projects that you did finish, mm-hmm. whether that's a single layout. You know, you can consider a single layout a project up to, you know, a volume of albums. Mm. You know, look at what you have done and think about the steps that it took you to get there. What got you excited? What um, what things, what stories were really meaningful and motivating to you? Mm-hmm. And look at those things and see how you can apply that to the projects that you have that are unfinished. Mm-hmm. And, and that would help you identify maybe where you're doing not doing something wrong but maybe not taking the right approach or you have some sort of like mental roadblock Mm. and and focusing on what you know works for you because you have these successes you can count Mm. and figuring out how you can do more of that in the future yeah yeah for sure even even as we were chatting about you know my unprinted layouts I mean that's kind of the process to go through is like have a think like I did about all right well what's really stopping me and what did work should I change and do it more like this or should I try and overcome those roadblocks it's definitely some food for thought there and I think that's also kind of a key to to finishing more in the future too is just is knowing what types of processes work for you and Mm. where you're getting stuck because you may be getting stuck because you're trying to do something that maybe is a skill you don't feel very confident in Mm. or you're trying to do something where you feel pressure that it needs to be a certain way because you have maybe unreasonable expectations of yourself. So figure out how, how to get around that. Is it, is it breaking through and saying it's going to be okay anyway? Or is it saying, okay, I really don't like my handwriting. It's always going to bother me. So I'm going to start typing it and that's okay. (laughs) That's, that's right. And I mean, I even tried that a couple of years ago with my, uh, here I am talking all about December Daily, but um, I tried doing a paper mini album, which I did actually finish, but it was a great experiment and I'm really glad I did it, but I probably won't do it the same way again. And that's that's something that, you know, we'll have projects that we really love and, you know, feel passionate about and we might finish a project and go, hmm, not sure if that was for me and that's okay because now I've learnt something and I know okay well next time I see some awesome cute mini books I won't <laughs> I won't go oh yeah I tried that I'll try something that I know works or maybe I will in a couple of years think that I'll give it another go and that's all right too 
So it's all about learning what's working for you and when to when when you want to have a challenge and when you just want to stay in the comfort zone because that's okay sometimes too. Hey. <laughs> Oh, certainly, especially when you're trying to finish, you should stay in your comfort zone is, is the faster, faster path for sure. Mm. Now, I had one more tip I wanted to share because, mm-hmm. you know, you're a digital scrapbooker primarily and a lot of your audience is. And one thing that I think, as, as having been a digital scrapbooker, I know that if I'm working on a project that's a series of, a series of layouts, mm-hmm. it can feel a little like, feel overwhelming because you have this, this mass of files somewhere and you can't really see it holistically like you could if it was in paper Mm -hmm. and that's where I would suggest kind of doing like kind of taking an analog a little bit like Mm -hmm. maybe printing little mini thumbnails of the pages you've done or even Mm -hmm. just sketching out like a a plan for the project that you're working on so you can have a reference so you know where you are in the process because that's something that you don't easily have in digital, especially when you're doing layouts, you do mm. with photo books, but if you're just doing a series of layouts that are going to be printed, you don't have that kind of bird's eye view that can help you kind of see the progress and feel like you are moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it, yeah. And there's a couple of ways people could do that. Um, the easiest one I just think of is you could use. Um, the print setting in Windows Explorer and you can actually do like a contact sheet if you're in Windows I'm sure Mac has a similar thing and you could print Mm -hmm. all your layouts out like and they'd come out thumbnail size or you can do the same thing in um, Photoshop Elements Organizer but that's a really great idea hmm (laughs) thanks for that one Jennifer if you're listening and finishing a project sounds like lots of fun and something that you would really love to look back and achieve at the end by the end of March, why don't you head over to the show notes at scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 50 and I'll have some information about everything we've talked about today and a link where you can head over to Simple Scrapper and register for the class. I'll certainly be in class finishing a yet-to-be-determined project (laughs) and I can't wait to see you all in class. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jennifer. It's been fun to chat and I hope we can do it again soon. Yeah, me too. Thanks a lot, Melissa. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast today. If you'd like to learn more, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com where you can find the show notes for this episode the links to everything we've talked about.